The voice of reason. The voice of alarm. The voice of stats. The voice of scouts. The voice of Kool-Aid. The voice of dismay. The voice of Davo. And the Royals lose their fourth straight game, their seventh in the last eight, and eight of the last ten. As Casey falls with barely a whimper, three to one at Chicago in game one of three. Welcome in. It's Davo with your dish here on Clubhouse Conversation, where honestly, there's not a lot to say about this game that we don't say every single day. The last couple of days, I've gone extra long with. 17-minute, 20-minute dishes, trying to dissect all the problems with the offense. I don't feel like saying them again tonight because it's just beating a dead horse. You and I both know the issues. We talk about them all the time. So we'll keep this one a little more brief tonight Is there's just really not that much to talk about. Only a few things stick out about this game. Number one, Jeremy Guthrie, nice recovery. I thought he threw fairly well. Obviously did not have good command tonight. Obviously was making a conceded effort to come inside, which is good to keep hitters from getting their arms extended. Good thing with Guthrie's recent struggles. Jeremy, after a near-disastrous first inning, only gave up two in that first inning and then settled down, went six innings, kept his team in the game, gave him a chance to win. Six innings, three runs on five hits. Guthrie strikes out five but does walk three and hit two batters. So overall, you know, Guthrie with a B-minus, C-plus outing for what he is. He's not James Shields. Jeremy Guthrie's job is to go... Really, seven innings, three-run ball. That's probably what his goal should be every time out there. Three innings, seven runs. Today he went three innings, six runs. So, you know, and the, there's two ways to look at it. Number one, he's doing his job for what he's paid for. Number two, you could say, well, he's got to be better. We need to win games. And that's true, too. He'll tell you the same thing. So, but, you know, Guthrie, like I said, I, I thought it was impressive. In that first inning, what, a couple of hits? He Then he hit two batters, and there was the error on Danny Valencia. That first inning... You know, thank goodness for that double play he was able to coax because that could have gotten real ugly in the first inning. So nice job by Jeremy Guthrie of at least calming down, giving the Royals innings, keeping him in the game, especially after getting lit up the last couple of times out there. So that's the number one thing that sticks out was Jeremy Guthrie's performance. Like I said, solid. We're not going to call it good, but it's a solid outing. It's not a bad outing by Guthrie. Keeping it with the pitching, Aaron Crow continues to struggle with his control. A couple more walks tonight. One was intentional, but he continues to just walk guys left and right his last few outings out there. Does get a scoreless seventh, even with a double mixed in there, thanks to a double play ball. Then you had Scott Downs and Jason Frazier both did their jobs. The scoreless one, two, three, eighth inning. But, you know, again, though, it's it's so this is just the same thing we always talk about. Number one, the pitching was really good. You know, bullpen was really good tonight. You know, it wasn't always pretty, but they got the job done. Jeremy Guthrie, same thing. Wasn't always pretty, but, you know, got the job done. Your goal coming into this game would have been to hold the White Sox to two to three runs, realistically. That's the goal, and the Royals did it. So, once again, it falls on the offense. Luckily, the Royals didn't lose by one tonight, at least, because I'm sick of talking about one-run losses. And Offensively, though, after the closed-door meeting yesterday and Alex Gordon kind of calling out his teammates in a way and Voicing his frustration, which I like seeing. Alex Gordon was the only Royal tonight with two hits. KC only had two extra base hits out of their eight hits, although they did have more hits than the White Sox did for the night. The Royals now have gone seven straight games without a home run, which is just so incredibly awful that in the American League in 2014 that it's it's mind-blowing. wonder how many times in the last 20 years the Royals have gone seven games in a row without a home run. I'm sure it's happened probably... I don't know, I'm guessing maybe eight to ten times in the last 20 years, but 
probably those offenses are going to at least score some runs, and probably they weren't getting the pitching that these Royals are. It's just, it's just so extra frustrating because of the expectations and the fact that the pitching, once again, another game where you give up three runs or two runs or one run and you lose. Royals, I thought, did a decent job against Chris Sale as far as giving him fairly good at bats. It was a quick first inning, but they were able to elevate his pitch count, get him out after seven. They were close to getting him out before that. I thought the Royals did a solid job against Chris Sale as far as working the count, but at the end of the day, you got to get some hits. Eventually, obviously, if you're a good baseball team, you have to be able to beat good starting pitching at least one out of three times you face it, minimum. you got to feast on the guys who are average to below average, beat them two out of three times, and you've got to beat those guys you know, at least one out of three, almost half the time that are well above average major league starters. You can't just lay down to all of them like the Royals, for the most part, have this year outside of that series in Detroit where they roughed up Max Scherzer. I won't even count Verlander. Is that impressive? Because he hasn't been that great this year. But, I mean, how many times this year outside of that have the Royals really roughed up a great starting pitcher? Not that much, Off the top of my head, that's the only one I can think of. I mean, they beat uh, – they gave Wainwright a decent game but didn't get to him. Waka, I don't know if you call him a great pitcher. They did beat him. I mean, you just go back there and think about it. There haven't been too many times this year where the Royals have taken out you know, a great pitcher. And like I said, the good teams are beating those mediocre starting pitchers two out of three, you know, 70% of the time, and they're beating the really good pitchers 35 to 40% of the time. That's what you have to do to be a playoff team. So the Royals, I mean, yeah, they had a decent bats tonight, but again, at the end of the day, they didn't get the job done. It's highly disappointing. You have to find a way to win some games. But again, this is also a 500 team, the Royals. So this is pretty much what they are at this point, so we shouldn't expect them, nor, nor did I expect them to win this game at any point. So the Royals are now just one game ahead of the White Sox for fourth place. Lose tomorrow, and you have gone from first place to fourth place in five weeks, which is honestly almost impressive. I mean, that you could fall off that quickly. I mean, it's sad. I'm not trying to be funny here, but it's sad, but it's almost impressive. I mean, you go from being that high and having your fan base – on cloud nine and talking about falling off cloud nine, you know, to go from first place to fourth place if they lose tomorrow to a team that lost almost 100 games last year and you're all in season, it's just not a good thing. So we'll hope the Royals can get a win tomorrow. Tomorrow, again, though, I, I will take Chicago on the edge tomorrow. I, I just think the Royals are in a, a pure free fall right now, as we mentioned yesterday. I just think this is a total free, free fall right now. I think this is going to go on for a while especially with the trade deadline coming up and some people starting to be concerned about their future. You've got Billy Butler now realizing he's not back. You've got James Shields knowing he's about done. Aoki's not not stupid enough to think he's coming back, obviously. He knows the same thing. So, I mean, you go through, I, th- I think, between that and I think the Royals have already had enough moments of panic this year, and they came out of all of them, and I think maybe they're just mentally worn out at this, at this point. You know, Mike Moustakis had a nice at-bat tonight, pinch hitting. Or I guess he came in as a defensive replacement, but whatever. His, his at bat later on in the game was a good at bat. Fell off some pitches, got a base hit, you know. But overall, he's been pressing and has been obviously beyond disappointing. And you know, at the end of the day, also it's it's tough to get too excited about a a single, you know, because that seems like that's all that the Royals hit these days is singles, and that doesn't win games in the American League, especially without walks and home runs. So, so Bruce Chen against Scott Carroll, I give a slight edge to Chicago tomorrow. James Shields, Jose Quintana. On Wednesday, I would call a coin toss. Quintana's ERA is almost a half run lower, and I still think Shields is obviously the better pitcher. It's a pretty no-brainer. But not as no-brainer as you would have thought before the season, that's for sure. So I think the Royals split these next two. I think they come home two games under five hundred, which is not good. They'll come home a game ahead of Chicago for fourth place. 
Haven't checked to see how everything ended up tonight yet, but they'll come home a minimum of four and a half to five and a half out of the wild card and probably a good three games behind Cleveland on and on. So it's just, it's not looking pretty guys, but we'll keep having uh, coverage here for you on clubhouse conversation. There's really not too much else to talk about tonight. I mean, in summary, the Royals defense was fine tonight. Pitching was good. Wasn't great. It was good. You'll take three runs against the white Sox, even with Chris sale going three runs is, is definitely acceptable in the American league for your, for your pitching. Obviously Jeremy Guthrie was, was solid. You know, you'll take it for what he is. Especially we didn't have his great stuff tonight, was able to battle. But again, the offense didn't score. I mean, it's just the same game every night. There's no reason to break this one down any further. So we'll talk to you again tomorrow night on Clubhouse Conversation.